now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It's the Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone, 717 on a Wednesday morning. Galvin will have a brand new open letter coming up in the next hour. Walsh Roofing Services. If you need a roof on your home, you've been seeing spots, you think you might have a leak. Don't let it go too long. You could just get a simple roof repair now instead of having to replace your whole roof. Call Walsh Roofing Services, 833-977-7663 or walshroofingservices.com. Shingle, metal, flat, tile roof, they do it all. And, of course, they have financing. They did my roof. They deal with the homeowners association. They deal with the uh, insurance companies. I didn't have to do any of that nonsense. All I had to do was let them come in here and give me a timeline and uh, follow that timeline to a T. They changed uh, my roof out. They gave me a whole new roof, and they did a fantastic job. And right afterwards, we got hit with rainstorms. We got hit with uh, typical Florida summer weather, and I've had no problems whatsoever. They check in with me every once in a while. They've been great. So good that I send them out to my father's house this weekend. They're doing work at my father's. Uh, well, they did it already. They went there one day, boom, 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 fixed it up. I was telling the story the other day. They didn't have a ladder, so they just simply went from the roof to the from the truck to the roof on their own. They get things done. They do it right, and uh, they it's such a hassle to have to deal with something like this when you're dealing with a company that doesn't know what they're doing. Trust me when I tell you you want somebody you could trust in the roofing business. That's Walsh Roofing Services, 833-977-7663, or simply find them on the web at walshroofingservices.com. And tell me you heard about it on the Mike Calta Show. It is time to check in now with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calta Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Whatever kind of shoes you need, Pelt has them right there. And here's a good thing. Don't have to wait around for delivery. They have them right there in stock. So you can go try them on say, oh, yeah, I like these. I like the way they fit. Pay for them. Walk right out. And whenever you pay for them, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. Get 10% off your entire order. What's the matter? I should have listened to you. It sounds like you have a problem, and I would like to help you with your shoe problem. (laughs) Because I should have listened to you. You should have gone to Pelts. You recommended a pair of shoes to me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, you know, impulse, I had to buy them online. Oh, boy. I said, give me a size 12 Mm -hmm. extra wide Mm -hmm. in gray. Mm hmm. They sent me a size 14, mm. not wide, mm-hmm. in jet black. Oh, boy. Yeah. Now That's I have to send them back to the company. Three things I got wrong. I <laughs> mean, if I would have went in pelt shoes, I could have tried them on. Right. Sat right there, walked out with them, whistled, whispered Galvin. And here's the thing Galvin. is they have the experts there, so you know you're going to get the perfect fit. So you may need to, you know, oh, like you said, you need the extra wide. Maybe yep. you know, there's a lot of people walking around in shoes that are too tight for them. True. Or shoes that are too loose. Too loose! <laughs> Carly Carmen's knees. They're too loose. Sassy <laughs> <laughs> uh, caps. Uh, get into a pelt shoes uh, near you for the perfect fit. Make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Hey, is that one of those things, Carmen, that, like in the beginning of a relationship, it's cute, but then after a while, you're like, get them juicy knees away from me. <laughs> no. Juicy? Yeah. yeah. Juicy. You start, she's in the bed playing with it all year. Oh. oh. And you're like, oh, are you squishing your juicy kneecaps? No, they're not juicy. It really only comes into play for, like, active, like, sports and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm a golfer. <laughs> it does. Active. <laughs> I got you. You do stuff. I do. I don't, I'm trying to think of things that my wife, she doesn't really, like, I'm sure that I am 10 to 1 on annoying things to her. Uh-huh. 
like she doesn't have any of those ticks or anything like that. But I constantly I shake my leg, you know, like I'm doing right now. I bite my uh, cuticles. Um, I don't know. I try to think of all the the habits that I have that probably drive her insane. Uh, this is nothing that drives me insane or anything, but I just thought of this and I wanted to share it with you guys. My wife and her mom went to the beach the other day, and my wife, for some reason, thinks she's like Brazilian. Like anytime she goes out in the sun, she's like, "Let me put oil on." And I go, "You haven't even been in the sun." Oh, I think like, I she was wearing like a Brazilian bikini. No, 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 no. But they literally just went there and they were wearing normal clothes. But she had uh, her shoes off because they were at the beach. And uh, she was wearing leggings. Well, her feet up past her ankle are bright red. It looks like she is wearing bright red socks. And the rest of her body is normal color. It is unbelievable. And I go, you may have to go to the doctor. It's so bad. I mean, it's ridiculous how bad it is. I'm going to the beach next week. Yeah. And I'm guilty of overpacking every time I go. Oh, sure. I'm try. I'm gonna try this time to underpack. Because really, what do you need? Like three t-shirts and two pairs of shorts. That's the thing. And- I bring. I bring two outfits a day for <laughs> yeah. the whole week. I bring. Well, here's. I'm going to the beach, so I need to have a t-shirt and a bathing suit, and then like I'll change into shorts, and then at night I'll put on jeans and mm-hmm. a button-down shirt to go to dinner. And meanwhile, we end up either uh, ordering in or going to a beach bar where you can wear a tank top to it. You know, right? And I never. I wear one. So I'm bringing one pair of. of Dress pants and a button-down shirt, and then the rest I'm just bringing, like, three tank tops and five bathing suits. I made a rule. We went to Vegas, and it was me, my wife, and my son, and I go, we're bringing one bag. We're bringing one bag, and it's got to be under 43 pounds, (laughs) so figure it out. Dude, keep in mind, we went to Japan for two weeks with one bag. That's pretty good. One bag each. One bit. Well, we had one carry-on suitcase each and one backpack. Yeah. And we bought, we bought, like, backpacks that held a lot of things. That was not bad unless you're the father who has to take the daughter's backpack and the daughter's rolling bag at the same time. So now I'm one guy, four bags. Right. That was pretty difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, I'm going to try this time. But I also I have to take a, a, a computer with me because I have to do – I want to have – I'm doing the show from the beach. So I got to take all this stuff with me. Oh, yeah. Pain in the ass. This is going to be – Joe will say up. Oh, thank, yeah. Thank you, Joe. Patch it over there, will you? I'll give it the patch. Uh, no. sure. <laughs> patch it over uh, I, know it. I don't even know if they have internet. I'm going to get there and wake up that morning oh, and be like, sorry, guys, I'm out. Yeah, uh, no. I have a feeling that's what we're going to hear. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what do we have in news? Spanish, have you got a hold of Mike? No, he's not answering. <laughs> okay. Uh, we start out with some sad news this morning. Uh, Tele- uh, Tampa Police Chief Brian Dugan says an officer killed in the line of duty early Tuesday morning may have veered into the path of a wrong-way driver to protect others. Oh. Master Patrol Officer Jesse Madsen, who was 45, had served as a Tampa police officer for 16 and a half years. Uh, just before 1 a.m. on Tuesday, Tampa police say they received calls of a car driving south in the northbound lanes of I-275, reportedly going fast and swerving through lanes. Within a minute of the first call, the car collided with Officer Madsen's police car between Hillsborough and Sly Avenue exits. Uh, police say the impact killed both Madsen and the driver, who uh, police identified as 25-year-old Joshua Daniel Montague of uh, Colorado. Uh, Dugan said, quote, we have reason to believe that Madsen veered into oncoming into the oncoming car to protect others. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's what we always say uh, when you when you thank somebody for their service. I'm not that guy. Ugh. I'm not putting my life 
on the line for strangers, and it takes a very special person to do that. And uh, it's a, it's a sad story, but thank that guy for saving what could have been you know dozens of other lives. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I don't understand how this is still happening. How people are still going the wrong way. Well, I mean, uh, there's a few things. I because it's funny. Slater and I were talking about this. You almost always find out that they were impaired. They were drunk or on drugs or something, or super old. Shouldn't have been driving. I mean, this guy was 25, and or mental health issues where they're just, you know, trying to do something. I guess. You know, that's really selfish. It really is. If you think about it, you want to go jump off a bridge, jump off a bridge, but there's no sense in you taking on innocent people that had nothing to do sure. with whatever made you. You know, I know that's there's no way that you're going to be able to, you know, mentally handle that information when you're, you know, thinking about doing, committing suicide, but that's just really, that's a sad thing and that this guy had to lose his life. But, yeah. you know, hopefully, I mean, hopefully his family is well taken care of now. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, blowback from the interview with Oprah with uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry about the uh, baby and what color will it be? Will it be too dark and all that type of stuff? Well, Buckingham Palace had uh, released a statement. They say it's taking the allegations made by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle very seriously, adding that they will always be much loved family members. So they say, and and I guess it's coming out now that it was not the Queen and Prince Philip. They were not the ones that did said that. Right. So it's somebody else. Who? Who would matter? Ooh, well, I, like, think about it. If if it's not the Queen and somebody says, well, if the baby is too dope, that's when you go, get this guy. Get this guy. Yeah. If it's, I mean, it, it's between him and, and, and Prince Charles would be the only one in the middle. No, that but would they're matter. saying Prince Andrew, who is his father. The pedophile? No, he's not his father. Prince, Prince Charles. Charles is the father. Prince Charles. So he's they're saying the rumor from Buckingham that, Buckingham Palace <laughs> news desk. It's Carmen. <laughs> I saw a lot of things that saying it was Prince Andrew that said Prince it. Farquaad. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it was actually Prince from his yeah. death, from, oh, no. from the grave. Right? Yeah. Oh. Are you hearing Prince Andrew or Prince Charles? I remember seeing Prince Andrew. If it was Prince Andrew, then you just got to go, hey, uh, pedophile? Uh, yeah. No thanks. Yeah. What are you What episode. are you worried about? Whether you'll be able to bang the kid or not? You weirdo. Yeah, I look. I uh, I love my uncles, but there's no way that they're going to tell me what to do, especially when I'm I have more power than they do. Yeah, I'm a future king. Uh, so we've all seen the video and seen pictures of the interview. Uh, Joe, I sent you a picture there that's uh, titled Oprah, if you can put that up. Uh, so the way the uh, setup was is they were kind of like an outdoor patio type thing. Uh, we've seen this uh, yeah. as soon as it comes up there. Interesting fact about that. Do you know who designed that furniture? Uh, no sleeves, Willie. <laughs> well, it designed the, uh, uh, the interview. Uh, yeah, the uh, patio furniture that Oprah, Prince Harry, and Meghan Markle sat in during Sunday's interview was designed by who? James Cameron. James Cameron, no. Pr- Prince Andrew. Oh. Prince Andrew, no. <laughs> I, uh, you mean, I don't understand. The furniture? Are we yes, talking the about? furniture. The patio furniture oh, that, was yes, designed that by... Sydney Crawford Rooms to Go Gallery. Now, that yeah. would be something that you would think that that might be it. But no, that's not it. Any other guesses? Do we yeah, know where they are? Does that come into play? Do we know? Oh, no, like, where? Is that one of no, their homes? No, that or? has nothing to do with it. Ooh, this is I a person like, yeah. that you know... But it's not, uh, you don't know them from designing furniture or anything like that. Is that Paula Dean? 
No, not Paula Dean. Paula Dean, they're gonna send their racist furniture talking about race issues. Uh, oh, that is Sofia Vergara with the rooms to go. Oh, she is also rooms to go, but that, you would think that no, that's not it. It is Jacqueline Smith, Kmart. <laughs> Christopher Knight apparently designs patio furniture now. I don't. I mean, I don't know. That's what they. Yeah, that's what they say. They say that the uh, furniture, the patio furniture that they did the interview on, was designed by Christopher Knight, the guy who played Peter on the Brady Bunch. The only cool Brady. Isn't that weird? How do you get into patio furniture designing? Yeah, your money runs out from the Brady Bunch. Yeah, Yeah, you're like, I can design good furniture. I have uh, something. I don't know. Yeah, you like wicker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That's uh, that is. I'd like to design. Like, I feel like I should be able to design um, that kind of stuff for big guys. Like, they make those things for small, small people, and I should be able to to, to design like cool, comfortable stuff for big dudes. Yeah, that should be my job. Big dude furniture. Big yeah. dude furniture. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so I don't know if you saw this. Piers Morgan stormed off the set of Good Morning Britain after his co-presenter, Alex Beersford, uh, called his behavior toward the Duchess of Sussex uh, diabolical. Uh, his co-host, Sus- Susanna Reed was uh, forced to send it to uh, break after this happened, but it was uh, pretty interesting. And I'm going to give you the backstory on Piers Morgan with uh, Meghan Markle here in a second. But just watch this. Here is what happened on Good Morning Britain. Here we go. I understand that you don't like Meghan Markle. You've made it so clear a number of times on this program. And I understand that you've got a personal relationship with Meghan Markle or had one and she cut you off. She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. Okay. I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Oh, Sorry. Do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, maybe not my No, own no, no, no. See you later. I'm being. Sorry, can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behaviour. I'm sorry, but Pierce spouts off on a regular basis, and we all have to sit there and listen. 6.30 to 7 o'clock yesterday was incredibly hard to watch. He has the ability to come in here and talk from a position where he doesn't fully understand. Okay. And I'm absolutely... I think we need to, I, I, I th- I no. think we need to just all oh. take a break. <laughs> so I whether it was that a, poor lady didn't she didn't know how to handle that situation at all. Right. So whether it was a stunt or what, who knows. But here's the deal. So Piers Morgan was a big fan of Suits, the show that I love that Megan really? Markle was on, yeah, back in the day. And he struck up a friendship with her on Twitter. So one time Megan went to London to watch Serena Williams play at Wimbledon. She and Piers got together at a pub. After a few drinks and some conversation, Piers put her into an Uber where she headed off to a party where she met Prince Harry for the first time and then never spoke to Piers again. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently he holds a grudge about it because he's been going after her so much for the longest time. Like Like on Twitter and everything, and it seems like he's crazy, like he's obsessed with her. And so now that she doesn't talk to him, he's always bad mouthing her and all this stuff. So that's where that comes from. Yeah, and uh, you know he's—I don't know what he's saying about her now. That's so bad. Like the other guy was accusing him of constantly going after her and all that. I haven't really heard what he's saying about her. But who storms off their own show? Yeah, who gets mad. I'd have been like, get him out of here before I leave my own show. Well, it's and not—it's not his show, though. 
I know, but he's the main focus on it. It's Good yeah. Morning America. He's the Michael Strahan of that show. So he got up and walked off, and then he quit the show later on. So who leaves their own? What a pussy to leave your own show. Oh, well, no he, way somebody's going to annoy me on my own show enough where I'm going to quit. Uh, I've never liked him. He seems like a weirdo, and he's always seems to be on the wrong side of things. You know? Yeah, he, he. I thought he would be good when he replaced Larry King because he is an inquisitive guy, and he does have some balls to him. So I thought it would be good, and it was just boring, and he didn't have that job very long. Uh, here's a little audio of him explaining the whole thing with him and Meghan Markle, if you want to hear that. Listen yeah. to this. We sat in this pub for 90 minutes. I never met her. And we sat and we just talked about life and the universe and we talked about everything. But I really liked her. You know, I'm just sad I lost her as a friend. It's like Harry. <laughs> you, know, you could have thought of me here, buddy. You really? Um, You're quite bitter about this. Well, I'm not bitter, just sad. Yes. I just thought we were friends. But I, I, I get it because the moment it became serious, there's no way Harry wants Meghan Markle anywhere near media people. It doesn't mean I haven't ruled out that I might get an invite to the wedding. So you haven't yet? No, but I just think Megan will be sitting there thinking, you know what, I owe that guy one. I really owe that what guy What does one. she owe you? She owes me an invitation to the wedding to make up for cutting me dead. Ugh, what a weirdo. Oh, he, he stalked her on Instagram or yeah. Twitter and then had the opportunity to go out and take her out. Did he think that he was romantically going to hook up with her? I, I mean, he was like, I really liked her. I really liked yeah. her. I mean, she's gorgeous, of course, you know. She owes me. I would, imagine, I would imagine anytime any super hot girl has a drink with you, you're like, oh, what's going to happen here, yeah. you know? And then he's like, and then, I, you know, she left, and I never heard from her again. Okay, take the hand. Yeah. She met a prince, like every girl wants to do. I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad. Were you fell in love in an hour and a half? That was the first time they met, which yeah. was that 90 minutes at the, uh, at well, the pub. Well, listen, as a Suits fan, I was already in love with her, too. So if we would have met at a pub for an hour, I probably would have been like, oh, boy. We'll do right. a double wedding with Spanish. But then if you would have said to me, I wonder why she didn't call me back. And I go, well, Galvin Turner, she's dating Prince Harry. Yeah. You would have been like, huh, okay. Well, or nice. it turned out she picked up on your thirst. Because yeah, you were sitting yeah. there just all, ah, ah, blah, 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 give me it. What? Uh, <laughs> too, too far? <laughs> Seems like you've done that too often. Uh, so we've all done the DNA test. Uh, has anybody found out anybody in their family, anybody they didn't know that was in their family, or anybody famous or anything like that? I'm uh, surprised to find out that... Um, I have cousins that live in Sarasota, like not like third cousins, right? But um, they live right in, in Sarasota, like right here. The most amazing thing is somebody that I know f- was adopted, found their birth mother, and they lived in the same town. That's crazy. Neither, That's neither, always so. Neither crazy. from the state, really. Yeah. So how weird is that? Yeah. Uh, so I found out that uh, uh, the guy who played Peter on Brady Bunch is my cousin. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, there was a lady who did the DNA test, a woman from North Carolina who was searching for her biological father, took a DNA test, and found out he's on the FBI's most wanted list for, oh, no. for murdering five family members in 1976. Oh, the, the so butcher of Mexico. <laughs> she was from a previous relationship, so that wasn't part of her family. But, I mean, obviously they were related because that's her father. But uh, here she is talking about finding out about that. Take a listen. She goes, okay, I found your father. All I'm going to do is give you his name. I said, so, well, is it someone famous? And she said, um, yeah. And I thought, 
Of course my father's a murderer. <laughs> of course. So her father was uh, William Bradford Bishop Jr., who would be 84 today, but I guess he's dead, whatever. But he uh, he was wanted by the FBI for killing his family. Kathy Gilchrist was the uh, product of a previous relationship between Bishop and a different woman who gave her up for adoption. Well, Bishop is accused of bludgeoning to death his 68-year-old mother, oh. 37-year-old wife, and their three sons, ages 5, 10, and 14, what? in Maryland back in 1976. Yeah, he allegedly drove the bodies to uh, Columbia, North Carolina, where he buried them in a shallow grave and lit them on fire. Oh, Happy Father's Day. Uh, Psycho. Yeah. How did this one get away? Ugh. Imagine if that is what happened and he just was never able to find her, and now he gets dinged from his Ancestry.com. He's like, oh, found, found you. Yeah. yeah. Finally going to finish the job. Oh, I, re- I, w- I really hope for some sort of uh, some sort of pleasant surprise from my 23 and me. Like, I hope one day they'll be like, oh, my God, I had no idea we were related. It seems like none of that. It was even close. Yeah. Like, I'm, the closest thing I get is, like, fifth or higher cousin. Yeah. You know? I don't even get any of that, really. I have uh, my my father's, I'm sorry, yeah, my father's father's brother. So my uncle, who I don't know, um, he evidently banged his way from New York to California. Nice. And Yeah, because anybody that reaches out to me on 23andMe that says, I'm trying to figure out how we're related, I go, I think... I think you're related to this guy. Do you live <laughs> somewhere between uh, Louisiana and, uh, yeah, he dipped through and just banged everybody. He left kids in every state. Wow. Yeah, him. I mean, it's true. It's like everybody comes from this one guy. Is he it's, screaming Jay Hawkins? <laughs> it's, it's what it's like. It's I don't know what his deal was. He, I guess he moved to California and took his time getting there. Yeah. Stopped in every state, left a little bit of himself there, and then <laughs> and then moved on. And that's where all these people are trying to come together and figure out how they're related, and it's all because of this guy. Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, He's really. building an army. Yeah. Different seed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the cops went to a McDonald's in Pennsylvania after a 29-year-old woman named Skylar Perrin went through the drive-thru several times in a row because she kept forgetting that she had already been through. <laughs> Uh, eventually, the staff called police. When they got there, Skylar failed a sobriety test, and it turned out she had methadone in her system. She told the cops that she had a prescription for the methadone, but <laughs> prescription or not, not really safe to drive when you're taking methadone. Also, her children were in the car at the oh. time, too. So charges were filed against her for uh, one felony count of endangering the welfare of children and three DUI counts, plus a bunch of other stuff as well. Oh, man. That's awful. It's awful, those poor kids. That's it. That's their future. Give me a double cheeseburger. I'm not that hungry now. I don't know why. Oh, I was already through. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, that's the one thing for me that I feel like, well, the second thing, my sight is definitely getting weaker as I get older uh-huh. and my memory. Yeah. I have the memory of a pot smoker. <laughs> like I, I, I Sometimes I can't remember if I put deodorant on five minutes after I put it on. I'm like, did I do that already? Because mm. it's so part of my routine. I can't remember if I right. did it or if I'm just envisioning that I but do But that's it. normal. That's why they say when you're in the middle of doing tasks, if you're trying to knock out a list, you have to... F- not you have to focus on one by one, but you should be in the moment because if you're thinking of the task ahead while you're doing one, yeah. when you get to the task ahead, you'll totally forget what you were doing just before because you're not paying attention. So it, it's not so bad. It's I do a lot of uh, walking into the pantry, walking around a little bit, just walking out with nothing. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. no idea why I'm there. Mm-hmm. 
It's, uh, for snacks? It's, nah, it's on early onset Alzheimer's. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. It gets worse, Michael. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Look funny. I, I said to Carmen the other day, I hung my keys in a weird spot, and I go, do you do this to remind yourself of something you have later on? Like, just the fact that my keys were hanging in a weird spot, that made me go, oh, I have to go get my oil changed, or whatever it is that you have to do. But, you know, you're like, why are my keys hanging? Oh, that's right. That's, yeah. you know. Yeah, every morning on, as I'm walking down the stairs, I have to go, turn the alarm off, turn the alarm off, because I know I'm going to open the door and let these guys <laughs> wake the whole neighborhood off. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So if you guys remember this, back in October of 2019, there was a 20-year-old guy named Cody Meter from right here in St. Petersburg. He was in a Target, and he took a large stuffed doll, uh, Olaf, the snowman from Frozen, off the shelf and had sex with it. Yes, oh. I remember Then he went over well. to a stuffed unicorn and got it on with that, too. Well, the cops showed up before he was done and arrested him. He was charged with criminal mischief, and Target says he destroyed the two stuffed animals. Oh, watch out. Uh, Well, Cody was in court on Tuesday. Uh, The judge decided he needed to undergo psych evaluation to determine if he's capable of going to trial next month. The prosecutors say if he does go to trial, they'll introduce the evidence that he's done before at Walmart as well. So he did this at Target, but there was some other stuff at Walmart. But uh, there's video on Bone TV, a little bit of him uh, getting the Olaf on. Oh, really? Yeah, there's video of him right there. Like. He's holding the Olaf doll, and he's doing stuff Bird. to it there. He's yeah. so aggressive. Oh, very aggressive. Why? Very doll, aggressive. Yeah. Well, the, like they said, he destroyed it. Oh. He destroyed it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's got to be sad. Like, imagine if you can't, you, like, are aware of what you're doing, but you can't stop yourself from molesting oh, an Olaf doll yeah. in front of everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> Out of all the things, you pick snowman, though. That's yeah, huge. and a unicorn. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you like stuff with points. The carrot nose and the horn. Yeah. Maybe it does something with that. Going the wrong way. (laughs) You never know. Maybe it's the right way for him. (laughs) Uh, This is pretty interesting. A professional matchmaker says you should wait how many dates before, before having sex with someone? Three. Joe says three. Uh, I'm going to say two. I'll even go one. Just one day. One, one day. One day. day. Yeah. I Next like day, it's time to bang. I like Joe's three. I think you like three? three yeah. Any other guesses? Uh, five. Carmen goes five, prude. All right. Gio, what do you think? Have you had sex? What's going on? I would say three as well. <laughs> three. Uh, yeah. A professional matchmaker says you should actually wait 12 dates oh. before oh. having sex with someone. Yeah, it's because their sexual activity uh, releases a hormone. Well, I'll let her explain it to you why you should wait 12 dates. Here you go. You should wait 12 dates before having sex. When you have sex, you release this hormone called oxytocin, also known as the cuddle hormone. And if you're a woman, you can quite literally become blind to seeing all the red flags of the person you're dating. So my suggestion is to just wait a little bit. Discover if you actually like this person and figure out if they have the red flags you're not looking for. Figure out what they're like on a bad day, what they're like on a good day, and more importantly, what they're like when you're having a good day. Okay, I'm going to throw something out there, okay? All right. I have, over the years, look at the schnoz of that guy. I have, over the years... Oh, man, that is tough. <laughs> ...had casual partners um, that don't necessarily love me, but have enjoyed the things we do together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, you don't have to really like somebody to have good sex. Well, with them. no, I think what she's saying, because she's a matchmaker, she's saying to for somebody, yeah, for a long-term type of thing. Boo. Yeah. 
Twelve days, huh? How many days, days did you wait, Michael? For what? Before, Before you, you know, with your wife on your first, uh, you know, how many how many days oh, did you go? I yeah. did, don't make it like I was like I'm waiting. What? Yeah. I, 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 I was a, how many days did she wait? Okay, yes. <laughs> Before she, it was a while. It was a while. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. It was a while. I mean, like, well, the problem was that we were together as friends for a while. We were just, like, kind of friends. We hang out. Then we kissed one time at Fat Joe's house. And then, uh... <laughs> the rapper? No, but it was this guy who was fat, and his name was oh, Joe. Okay. We called him Fat Joe. <laughs> like, wow. I was yeah. hoping that Joe used to be fat. <laughs> no. Joe, what did you wait? Four score? <laughs> <laughs> I made, uh, three stones. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so even if we, even if we had uh, done it the first night... It would it would have been such a long time that we were well, friends you, together. You followed this lady's advice without even trying. Yeah. Yes, and then I married that woman. And then, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Oxytocin it up. <laughs> mm, that's interesting. I don't, I don't know. Now I feel like as an adult, for girls and guys, if you go out with a guy and you guys have a good night together and you guys want to do it and do it and then the next day high five and then say, hey, yeah. we should see each other again or not. We had a good night and we had good sex and that's it. That's good for everybody. Yeah, you should be able to if you're really adults, just be able to go. Hey, I we can we? Do you want to have sex? Or yeah, go, yeah, yeah. But what if you know you go home and have sex, and the girl's like, "Oh man, this may be the one." And then he wakes up and he goes, "Bitch, make me a breakfast sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> well, if she makes a sandwich, she's the yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I know. I, I I believe that people like I I have never been one of those people who is like. Uh, a guy can bang as many girls as he wants, and then a girl bangs two guys, and she's a whore. I'm like, why? You you should be able do to. The girls should be but able to also, do it up. But yeah. also, it all depends on the people. You have no idea. You've heard stories where, oh, my grandfather married my, my grandmother on their first date, and Woof. they've been married for 78 years. You know what I mean? But that happens. Yeah. That happens. There's people who started dating in high school and are still together. There's also people that waited for three months, and then, you know, the guy murdered her. But oh, you, you have no idea. Yeah. You yeah. really have no idea. <laughs> There's people who who date for 10-plus years, get married, and then divorce after yeah. six months. Yeah. yeah, That's true. Marriage changes things. Kids change things even more. Sure. If you if you have a marriage and you survive through uh, kids and you're good at that, you guys are probably pretty good. You know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. a, tough, that's a tough thing to be thrown at you because yeah. especially when you're like, oh, this is great. All we have to do is go out every night, eat out at restaurants, drink, and then you have a kid and you're like, what? We can't do this anymore? We can't do that Fun's anymore? You're like, oh, yeah. But if you still have a good marriage after that, you know you're in good shape. Uh, there's a person in Australia who just moved into a new apartment, got a long letter from their neighbor uh, last week. I think it's a, it's a flat. Uh, in, in Australia, it's a flat? I, I don't know. I, uh, I think it's uh, Outback. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and because the person probably uh, posted it on Reddit, uh, that's not the neighbors they were hoping for, I don't think. We have a picture on Bone TV. So the note says, quote, Dear noisy neighbors, your walls are paper thin. We were woken up this morning around 12.30 a.m. with the sounds of body-clapping sounding sex (laughs) with loud moaning and groaning. Please, please, please close your windows when you have sex because it's not sexy at all. If this happens again, we will call for the noise control and we'll name and shame your address on a Facebook group. Uh, They're recovering uh, sex and porn addicts living in the apartments next to you who would appreciate that you keep any nudity and sexcapades private like normal, respectful people do. Well, that's the reason why. I mean, I can't can't imagine that would ever bother me. Nah. Like, when when I lived in an apartment and I would just be taking a nap or something, I would hear... 
I get up and I put my ear on the wall. Yeah. I, go, uh, I try to do whatever I can to hear. But what if you knew what the neighbors looked like and they were gross oh, and you're like, oh, oh gross, true. slapping that's and true. clapping. and <laughs> Johnny yeah. Kanish used to live across the hall from me, and he was young, and he used to get hot chicks all the time. And sometimes you could hear girls from Johnny Kanish's apartment across the hall. Good for you, Kanish. <laughs> My wife just sent me a picture of her feet. Uh. She said, look how much better now. Because I told her, I go, uh, she had some aloe vera stuff. And I said, put that on and put, like, socks on. And she goes, you know what? I have moisturizing socks. I go, of course you do. But they're still terrible. Look, this, Carmen, this is better. Oh, my. Oh, send it to us. Oh, yeah, I got to see it. All right, hold on. Dude. Uh, Let me ask her if I can send it. After the show yesterday, me in Spanish, Joe went where? Gio, take a guess. I wax you. Uh, Not Hooters. I wax you. We went to go get waxed yesterday. Right. And I feel like Spanish is still suffering. I am a little bit. First of all, I want to say this in in a serious way. Right. For the second time, I've had my ears and nose waxed. They put wax on a stick, stick it in your nostril, wait for it to harden, and then yank it out of your face. Right. And it had zero pain. So, And I say that because if you're a guy who I struggle with the nose hair because they get long, they tickle me, it bothers me, I'm constantly trimming them. Um, we went to the essay, and it was painless. You can watch it on Instagram, instagram.com slash the Mike Calta Show. Joe shot video, and it's up there. My before and after pictures are up there. My ears, no problem at all. My nose, no problem at all. I feel great. But Spanish is having, like, post-traumatic Well, th- there was no pain or anything, but th- last night and this morning, I'm, I still, like, can feel sticky stuff in my nose. And when I put my finger up in there, it, like, sticks Maybe to the wall. Yeah, but it, like, uh, sticks I- to the... Listen, I'm going to send this to you. This is the before picture, okay? Hot. Just listen to me. (laughs) Realize how close the microphone is to your face when you react to this. Okay. Here it comes. It is coming at you now. Here it comes. (laughs) Look at that. The anticipation. I'm so excited. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Whoa. Whoa. Is that unbelievable? That that went from medium rare to well done. Yeah. What happened? Is she okay? That is bad news. And she wants to put oil on instead of sunscreen? Yeah, right? Oh, man. She just got a kiddie pool and stick in the kiddie pool. Ugh. Uh, here I'm going to send you. Uh, I'm going to send you after. It actually does look a lot better. This looks a lot better than it did. But if there... you want to find this picture, I just put it on Reddit. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't post it anywhere. Um, I don't need. I don't need better. Olaf oh. doing stuff to my wife's feet. I mean, that's a little better, but that, damn. damn. I know. I know. I don't. I uh, I was like, you. You may have to go to the hospital. I mean, that's oh, ridiculous. For real, yeah. that looks really painful. Yeah. Now, what, why did this happen? They just went to the beach. She, her, her and her mom were out, and they stopped by the beach, and they were hanging out there just talking and stuff. And they weren't, like, you know, wearing bathing suits or anything. They were just normal clothes. But she took her shoes off and wasn't wearing socks. And I think she had leggings on, so you see where the leggings stopped. And her feet, her mom had, like, a towel over her head so she wouldn't get burnt. But my right. wife was like, oh, I'll just sit out here in the sun. That's you know, crazy. For, yeah. You got any more pictures? No. <laughs> Don't post those. That's true. Either. Uh, so McDonald's in Chicago is using artificial intelligence to take drive-through orders. 
Like, how have they not done this yet? Yeah, for real. Like, this makes sense. It can't be worse than the people working that, on Drive Exactly. So this clip is in real time, so you can tell there are some pauses and stuff. But uh, this is what it sounds like right now with uh, McDonald's AI. Welcome to McDonald's. We're currently serving a limited menu, so please review the menu before ordering. Let me know what I can get for you. Can I get two medium Oreo McFlurries? All right. Would you like anything else? That's it. Okay. Your total will be 658. Please pull forward. It's failed already. Because it didn't t- save the order back to you? No, it didn't say, I'm sorry, our ice cream machine is broken. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This uh, is, that's pretty good. This is what demanding $15 an hour is going to lead to. Oh, oh yeah. for oh, sure. Boy. For sure. Yep. Yeah. But look, I would if if the AI could take the order while humans are preparing the order, yeah. it would probably make it more efficient. Uh, I don't know because, you know, she said, may I have two McFlurries? Where it's people are going to be like, give me cheeseburger, five stars. Uh, <laughs> you want Big Mac? I'll sell, yeah, no, no, no. And then they're going to go, and take off. But they yes. have, and they have the computer system now where you go and put That's it in best. yourself. So yeah, I imagine at some point they'll have those, but like drive up style where they like my, come out to your car. My favorite thing is how they trick you with the recording. And it's uh welcome to McDonald's. Yeah. We'll be with you in a second. Where'd the other person go? I don't know what does they, do they have the ability to just, if you can order food on the app, if you just drive up and they bring it out to yes. you? Yes. Oh, yeah, See, they do. They're curbside. Yeah. And they're I, very efficient. I've never had to wait in a McDonald's drive through for more than two cars, no matter any time. They're pretty fast. I mean, they don't have the system that Chick-fil-A has, but they'll push it through pretty quick. I'm not saying this like it's a new thing because it's been around for a while. I'm just asking, does anybody use the uh, public thing where you can get subs, you can order? And then oh, they yeah. Just make, that is the best. Yep. They just make them for you. Your name's on it. You go and just pick them up and go pay for them. Yeah. Well, and the best is you could order cold cuts and just walk in. The yeah. Cold yeah. Cut thing. Like the, the public's over here in um, Starkey Ranch. I walk in there, I order, I need this one, this one, this one. They go, okay, it'll be ready when you're done. Just come over and get in the cooler. And I go do the rest of my shopping, swing by, Mike, pick it up, put it in the basket. That's efficient. I but- love, I get a, a, the Greek hum, the Greek uh, wrap, the hummus stuff, whatever, but they, I don't think they sell a lot of them. So a lot of times they don't have hummus back there or feta or something. But I like work for Publix because they're like, uh, I go, you need me to grab the hummus? You want the <laughs> Publix brand? And he's like, uh, yeah, okay. And I grab him and I go, here's the feta too. I'm, I'm ready to go. I notice every time I order a sandwich though, I go there and there'll be like five or six other sandwiches. They <laughs> all look so good. And I Carmen, look at- don't take somebody else's sandwich. <laughs> I won't, but I look at what other people get on their subs and I'll try to be all healthy and get like a veg. Wrap, yeah. and someone got a Philly cheesesteak extra oh, cheese. Known as the sandwich ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it, but I don't. By the way, today is a national day, and it is a food. It's actually a condiment, but uh, it's something that makes everything better. Mustard. Ketchup, mustard, mayo. No, no, no. Stop Salt. and think about this. <laughs> Salt. Stop and think about this. It is a condiment, and it makes literally everything better. Ranch. Yes. Pepper. It is National Ranch Day <laughs> today. Uh, Jets Ranch? Specifically, oh, it's unbelievable. Drink it, it's unbelievable. I'll do, Drink shot, it. I'll do shots of it. Yeah, oh. so good. Yeah, and if you're ordering jets and you're getting the ranch, you might as well just get the bottle because you know that you want a whole thing of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Even, Carmen, even the, yes, at the next punch out, 
Would you be willing to wrestle somebody in Jets ranch? <laughs> Ran- uh, Ranchling. Uh, you know what? I mean, I would, but I honestly think that might ruin ranch for me. No, no. She just drank it all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I feel like it would be really hard to get that smell out of your hair. Uh. And like, well, you're eating it. Ranch is delicious. But do you want to smell old ranch? But what if, okay, okay. What's we can do a shower cap. What's harder, to get ranch out of your hair or to get uh, coffee cream out of Geo's car? Uh. <laughs> Oh, man. I I had the worst experience one time with salmon. In I your was, pocket? Yep. No. <laughs> you ever see when you go to the deli or the fish section, they have that salmon, that those thin slices that are already prepackaged, yeah. like mm-hmm. box kind yeah. of for a bagel? Secured. So I bought that one time because uh, I was on like a no-carb kind of diet thing, and I was doing mornings on my way there. I was eating a piece of the rolled-up salmon, and then I got to work, and, and for some reason the smell <gasps> of the salmon attached itself to my car and I couldn't get out. I thought I was punked. I thought somebody hid a piece of salmon in my headliner or something because we couldn't figure Bob Murray had a reverse osmosis in my car. <laughs> you had to take it and hook up some machine to it and it was it was awful, man. Pocket salmon, not good. Not, well, mm-hmm. Pouch chicken, good. Pouch chicken, good. Pouch yeah. Chicken. Yeah. I just told my wife to put some uh, ranch on her feet. No. Oh, no uh, Eat them up. It has elevator. Tell her we're on the way. Uh, <laughs> So when you're working remotely, like you guys are doing right now, you can pretty much work from anywhere, right? Yes. Well, after a year of working at home, a lot of people are thinking anywhere really means anywhere because according to a new survey, 62% of Americans who are working from home are thinking about moving to another country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And 66% are thinking of moving to a new city here in the U.S. So just moving somewhere else. They're like, hey, I could totally do this job from wherever, and I could be closer to family, or I want to, you know, I always wanted to live in Spain, so now I'm over there. Well, because think about it. You could go, you could live in Mexico, theoretically, and do your job and live for pennies on the dollar. Oh, yeah. So you're, you know. shark does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, your, you know, minimum wage job could now support you and your wife if you have a family and... Yeah, I, you can make a ton of money and get yeah. uh, get kidnapped by the cartel and get a necklace where they <laughs> put a, that put also a tire a around your, around your uh, torso and light you on fire. Uh, yeah. I have thought about um, doing this this summer is taking the show and like going wherever we decide to go and live for a couple of weeks and do the show from wherever we are. I would love to do it if we if we lived in the vehicle, but there's no way my wife will go for that, like an RV or the Sprinter or something. But just to take this little piece of equipment and means, like, if I wanted to move to New York for the summer, if I want to move to L.A. for the, well, the time difference, but uh, I could do it from anywhere now. There's no there's no need to be there. I mean, I, and I think that that's great. I Like, if I, I wanted to go to, I, like, something where there was people, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something, and I wanted to go to Cleveland for a week, I could do the show from Cleveland, get get all the guests we want. I mean, I, I really like the idea that this could be mobile now. Yeah. It's yeah. exciting. I, I think uh, we really, we really should plan a a month long remote broadcast. That would I be agree, awesome. Yeah, we just go from place to world place tour. To yeah, and then we could keep it easy and just stay on the East Coast, so that way we don't have to worry about the time difference for now. Or you well, know. like I was thinking, just from state, just in the in our listening area, not our market area, because we're only in Tampa, St. Pete. But oh, we're not in Fort Myers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we go to Fort Myers. We go to like those places that we're not supposed to be in. And do the show from there, where yeah. we get to meet those people that we never actually yeah. get to meet. You know, yeah, I think that would be great. 
Uh, so, that guy from Port Charlotte didn't like me. <laughs> U.S. News and World Report just released its annual list of best state rankings. What are the best states in America? I have the top ten here. The best states for what are the criteria? The best states. That's what they say. Oh, man. They're the best. Texas. Eh, best place to live. Everybody's living. Everybody's moving to Texas yeah. and Florida, Carmen. Uh, Texas, not in the top ten. What? Florida, we made the top ten. Yeah. We're number ten. You get a state. You get a state. (laughs) Uh, Surprising. So Massachusetts in there, Wisconsin, uh, seven is Virginia, Nebraska, Idaho, New Hampshire. No, not Tennessee. Uh, Utah, Minnesota, number one for the second year in a row. South Carolina. North Carolina. No, I'm really surprised by this. Washington. Washington. Yeah, I would imagine Washington State's nice to live in. Oh, yeah, yeah, like out. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It seems like so depressing. Yeah, there's like a lot of stuff happening there all the time. Rain. <laughs> like what? Isn't that where the riots were? In Oregon? No. Yeah, Oregon. Is that in Washington? No. <laughs> Oregon, Washington? Oregon. Head, neck, and face. <laughs> Oregon just state, you idiot. Okay. Washington is like all the way to the west. <laughs> all right. Northwest. Man. But don't, don't say it like you didn't say something ridiculous for an adult. Uh, what? Listen, I never said you're it like, wasn't. Oh, uh, didn't that happen in in uh, the great city of Oregon? You know, there's the great a lot, city of Oregon. There's a lot of states, cities, and states. Man, oh yeah, I got you, Kyron. I appreciate you. No, Washington. like these guys are perfect with all their yeah. knowledge over no, here. Not perfect, but uh, an adult, <laughs> so adult level of of information is what you should have. <laughs> Well, I can't wait for you to make a mistake because I am. I gonna... won't make one like Listen, that. Listen, you don't know. I Listen, will not Mike, make one like that. Oh no, Mike. When we take the show on the road, can we go to Michigan, Kansas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a possibility? I know that there is real. a Tampa, Kansas. No, I don't believe you. I don't there believe you. You're, you're fooling Kansas. me now, and I'm going to start telling people there's a Tampa, Kansas. There's, there's a, a Paris, Tampa, Texas. Kansas. There's a Florida, Albuquerque. There is a uh, Tampa, Kansas. There is a. There is multiple Manhattans. There is a lot of things to be confusing. Oregon as a state, Oregon as a city is not one of them. I'm going to look up if there's an Oregon city. There's not. You don't know. No, I do know. Uh, I Portland. certainly know there's not in Washington. I bet Maybe there. Oregon City, Oregon. I don't Portland. know. Portland. Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that's very good. There <laughs> also a Portland, Maine. That's right. Yeah, yeah, there is an Oregon city. Where? Oregon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's it. Uh, I'm just saying. There is half stupid. Oregon, Ohio is a thing. There you go. You're full stupid. Nope, no, half stupid. 75% stupid. That's what you were thinking of? Yeah, Yeah, thank you, Gio, for Still doesn't make sense. No, it totally, totally. Still not in Washington. (laughs) There's also an Oregon, Illinois. Oregon, Portland. (laughs) All right. It wasn't as funny the second time. Or are you going to stop talking? <laughs> uh, Coach Bruce Arians made good on his word at the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl boat parade when he told inside linebacker Levante David, your ass ain't going nowhere. Uh, the Bucks on Tuesday agreed to terms with David on a two-year deal worth more than $25 million with $20 million guaranteed, uh, keeping one of the league's premier inside linebackers from hitting free agency. The move came just a few hours after the Bucks franchise tagged wide receiver Chris Godwin, whom Arians also totaled the parade. Your ass ain't going nowhere either. Uh, the 25-year-old Godwin will make an estimated $16.43 million in 2021 after getting the tag. But, so that means Shaq Barrett's gone. 
I mean, I would think so, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, he deserves to go and get paid. Yeah. You know, I don't want to see him go. I would love to have him here. But uh, I would have thought that they would have tried harder to keep Shaq Barrett and let Levante David go. But That's what I thought was going to happen, too. Right. But, I mean, look, it's not a bad move for us. I mean, everybody's clamoring to play here. It's not like we've got a, we're a hard time luring people over. I think it's great that they protected Godwin. We got Evans. Yeah. There's our key right there. You'll have that third that third swing receiver, which will be AB, which will be Scotty Miller, or you know if AB is here, whatever yeah. the situation is. I mean, they're still trying to move around a lot of money because I know they're trying to extend well, Brady. And well, let stuff. me ask you about that. So they they're talking about extending Brady's got a two year contract. They're talking about extending his contract now. I would assume that that is so they can remanage money because he may not yeah. play past these two years, but right. they'll be able to, to balloon payment him so that they don't have to keep it on the. Uh, so I, I think when they do that, it makes it more cap friendly because right. they push guaranteed money towards the end, towards the end of the deal, so it it doesn't take as much of a hit on the cap, right? And you can sign, you have more money to, you know. Well, yeah, sign that's players. a lot of that's got you got to get that's got to give some love to Jason Light because that gets creative, man. You really got to. Yeah, that numbers game when you're trying to like keep everybody and you're trying to manage the cap and stuff, that's got to be so I mean, hard. you could lose one player and really throw off the entire momentum of a team. Yeah. And especially after a Super Bowl, you don't want to start selling people off. You want to keep the uh, the dynasty going, and we certainly are in a position to do that. So um, I'm glad. I mean, I don't want to see uh, Shaq Barrett go, but if anybody deserves to go get paid big time somewhere, he yeah. deserves it. So. We still have some money, so it, they might be able to work something out. But I think he, Shaq he Barrett, wants to go. Yeah, he wants to get paid yeah. big time. This yeah. would be like his big contract that sets up his family for you know years and years and years. Yeah, but you know, then that opens the door to free agents who are like, man, I'd go there yeah. in a heartbeat. You know, I'll take a low deal to get a Super Bowl ring. Um, you know, and then we we'll, we find out about what Sue. It was all those one-year deal guys. Yeah, I think those. I think a guy like Sue is like either I play here or I don't play. You know. Yeah, I don't think he's looking to go somewhere else. Right. It'll be like, do I want to come back one more year to try and make another run in it? Mm. I mean, the reason there was uh, before Brady got here, there was a lot of talk that he wasn't going to come back. But he, I think he came back just because Brady was coming. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, oh, look, I, I so far so good. I, I love that the fact that everybody wants to be here. Yeah, they're trying to keep people here, and they got a they got a lot of work ahead of them. I didn't think they would keep Levon. Monte David, I thought he was going to end up that somewhere else. That has to be him saying, I want to finish here yeah. and do what you have to do to do that. Yeah. And I think that's great. Good. Uh, speaking of sports, Johnny Damon got into a scuffle with cops, appeared to bomb a field sobriety test, and even brought up his Trump support during his uh, arrest last month. And it was all captured on police video that uh, was obtained by TMZ Sports. Damon and his wife were pulled over around 1.23 a.m. on February 19th in Windermere, Florida, after cops say he was swerving on the road and driving erratically. Once a cop stopped Damon, body cam footage captured the 47-year-old ex-Yankee and Red Sox outfielder, admitting that he had been drinking before getting behind the wheel. Now, it's a six-minute video, but we have some of the... Uh, some of the stuff here where you I, see Johnny I, getting out of the car and not really listening to the police officer very well. Johnny Naiman is a wonderful human being. Like, you meet a lot of athletes who are scumbags and not nice people. Johnny Damon is not one of those people. He is a darling of a guy, but him and his wife like to party. Mm. And uh, they, are, they are constantly doing charity stuff. And they are out, you know, they are people that are in the public eye, and they are active, and they are enjoying the second half of his life. The first half of his life is dedicated to being an athlete. The second half is to enjoying the life. Just think about that as you watch this video, because he's enjoying his life. All right, here is uh, some body cam footage of Johnny Damon. Here we go. 
the car. Right. Stay there. Hey, stay there. Sir. Sir. Stay back over there. Um, Listen um, to me. Um, Step over there. Okay. Um, Stay in the car. Okay. All I'm saying Stay is, in the car. All I'm saying is, Stay in the car. Stay in the car. Stay back there. I'm telling hey. her to go in the car. Don't stand over here. Hey, we are right stand there. Stand over here. We are right there. Get back Whoa. in the car. All right, get fine. back I'm in. Going, I'm going to talk. Get to back oh, in the no. car. Right, don't touch me. Yeah. Don't touch me. Let don't go. touch me. Don't touch me. Let go. Don't touch me. Go. Hey, stop. Stop. Biting the lawn too, actually. Hey, hey, hey. We are. We are at Stop. home Turn right around. Now. Turn around. Turn around. We Turn are, around. We are. Turn around. Okay, we are at home right now. I don't know what you are doing. Face the floor. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you're doing. Get down on the ground right now. Hey, babe, wa walk home. Walk hey, walk home. Sir, right now. No, no, Bat Leo. Hey, babe, walk Bat home. Bat Leo. No, babe, walk home. Babe, walk home. Hey, what, what are you doing? Hey. Oh. oh boy! Yeah, so, I mean, you you get the idea of it. They're they are so out of it that they're not listening to the police at all. And he thinks that his wife is okay just if she walks home. Right. I mean, they're just <laughs> obliterated. It's, it's definitely not smart. And uh, at that stage in his life, he should be able to have a driver so he's not sure. himself in this situation. But sometimes, sometimes these things get away from you. And uh, this was a bad decision. But it's really, it's it's bad because, um, and, and, you know, this is nothing to do. I just had the opportunity to meet him several times. He couldn't be nicer. And all the times that I met him have been at charity events. Like, he's that kind of guy. So, I, I, you know, I don't, that's bad. Luckily, they didn't kill anyone, hurt anybody else. Or themselves. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but that's, I mean, because you could say that he's a nice guy, but if he murdered a family of five, oh. they'd be like, oh, cool, he was nice? Well, he murdered my entire family. Right. You know? is, this is, to me, this is a, an irresponsible decision for them to go out and, uh, and you know, attempt to drive home from wherever they were at when they could simply, you know, they have, we have Uber now. So it's a bad decision on their part. I, I'm just saying this is, it comes out where he... Is anything but uh, super apologetic? I'd be surprised. You know. Yeah. Is he? Has he had any run-ins before? Any DUIs or anything? Or no? Is this I his first? Don't know, Galvin. I don't. I don't know. I watched the whole six-minute video, and the, the cop at first, he's like, "Listen, man." He goes, "He's like, what are you pulling me out?" He's like, "You were swerving in and out of your lane. You rolled through a stop sign, and you hit a curb <laughs> oh. at one point." And then he's like, uh, "They're like scuffling." He's like, "Oh, blue lives matter, bro." <laughs> at one point <laughs> of the video, and then he starts going on to talk about, "You're only targeting me because I support Trump." Uh, you, and, dude, do yeah. you know how embarrassed you must be when you wake up the next day and see oh, that video yeah. and all the stupid things you're saying and you're because a lot of times when you're in that position when you're drunk your mouth is saying stuff in your head you're like yeah. stop saying yeah. stupid stuff you know? <laughs> why are words coming out of my mouth uh, so uh, looking at the Wikipedia it seems like this is the first one so hopefully he learns from this and he did like you said he apologizes and he goes hey I'm not going to do this anymore right. I mean he's worth 60 million dollars he can afford to have a driver take him everywhere yeah that time I met him at the charity thing he was super super nice he was way co really cool to my kid and took yeah. a picture with him and stuff he's, he's a great dude yeah and uh, I feel bad Idiot. that he, yeah, he just made a dumb, stupid, dumb stupid. decision. And luckily, nobody got hurt. So the wife, though, got oh. the, the goddamn car. <laughs> like, it's one good thing that I've learned is that even as belligerent as I can be, I'm never that way with cops just because that doesn't work out in your favor for anybody. No. And uh, I, I'm not fighting with the cop.
We're home right now, he says. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Babe, just walk just walk home. <laughs> just walk home. What is going on right now? You're yeah. being arrested for DUI. What are you doing? Uh, I would imagine this is very similar to when Jordan Belfort woke up the next day. Oh, oh yeah. God. Uh, so Lady Gaga has not paid the $500,000 reward. Oh, well, no, 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 no. Listen, though. This makes sense to me because I have a feeling she's right on this. Uh, for the return of her dogs yet, she's waiting for the police to confirm that the woman who I'll returned play. her dogs had nothing to do with the mm. theft, which makes total sense because that could be a whole thing. Oh, we found your dogs. We get sure. paid. Everybody splits money, you know, blah, blah, blah. $500,000 reward. Pretty nice. So she hasn't done it yet because of that. She's waiting for them to say, yeah, we vetted her. She didn't have anything to do with it. She's okay. just a good but Samaritan. She, she never had to say it was going to be $500,000, though. You know what I mean? Because maybe then they wouldn't have come forward so No, early, but it right? wasn't like if anybody ever steals my dogs, I'll give you $500,000. Once the dogs were already stolen, then yeah. she said she'd right. give $500,000. So it wasn't like a premeditated thing. But I have a feeling we'll find out that this lady had something to do you with it. think so? Do you know how much it's going to suck for Lady Gaga to have to write a $500,000 check? Ooh. Oh, like, really? What, dude, I know she's got the money. One time I was in the mall with Joey when he was a baby. He was like two and he was crying. And we went past a jewelry store and they had red balloons. And he was like, ah, uh. And he looked at the balloon. And it was the only thing that would stop him from crying. And I went to the lady and I go, I'll give you $100 for this balloon. Like kind of as a joke. And she was like... She turned to her manager and she goes, "This guy said he'd give me a hundred dollars." I was like, "I'm not really going to give you a hundred dollars for the uh, but I, I, you know, was, but this is one of those things where Lady Gaga is like, "Oh God damn it, I got to write her half a million dollar check now." <laughs> Do you know how much she's worth, Lady Gaga? Yeah, uh, you can tell me she's worth a hundred million dollars and she still has to write somebody a half. She million laughs dollars. at your hundred million. No, oh, really? Oh yeah, she laughs at it. She laughs really? at it a lot. Uh, how much? Guess, guess. Any five hundred million. $320 million, that's, and that's from yeah. Forbes. That's not from, you know, internet looking around. That's from Forbes. She's worth $320 million. Yeah, but think of all the other things she could have done with that half a million dollars. Oh, certainly, but also think of how fast she makes that back, you know, with her yeah. one show in Vegas. I remember she was uh, on the list for, like, the highest paid entertainer the last couple years, too. Yeah. she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Earnage, it's, a, it's yeah. a lot of money to chuck out. Here's a question for you. Who is the funniest stand-up comedian of all time. Of all time? Of all time, Spanish. Southern mama. I, uh, <laughs> how dare you? Uh, You're goddamn right, Gio. I would say for me it's probably Dave Chappelle, but only because he's made me laugh consistently since I was All right, young. for you or who do you think would be voted the funniest? George Carlin. Time. George Carlin, yeah. George Carlin. George Carlin is not the funniest. I agree, time. but I think The funniest comedian of all time is Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, you'd say. Richard Pryor followed by Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. They use science. There's a new study out which is uh, determining the America's funniest stand-up comedian using science. First, they gave 2,722 comedy fans a long list of comedians and asked them to select their favorites. Then they used the feedback to cut the list down to 20. Then they had 120 volunteers watch stand-up specials uh, by each one. The participants' audio responses were recorded and analyzed by a program that registered laughter at 60 decibels and higher. Then they ranked the comedians on how much laughter they could generate per hour. Okay? You understand the formula yeah. there? Yeah. All right. So according to them, Mike, you said Richard Pryor? Yes. He's number 10. 
out of the top oh, 20. Oof. Came in at number 10 with oh, three minutes and two seconds. Feeling. This is not going to be a good ending. Three minutes and two seconds of uh, laughter for him. Where did, where did George Carlin come in? George Carlin uh, not in good. the oh. top 20. Jeff uh, Dunham. Jeff Dunham <laughs> not in the top oh, 20 either. Robin Williams. Geo, number one. Robin wow. Williams. And you can tell because listen to this classic bit. Oh. You think that God gets stoned once in a while? Look at a platypus. I think so. <laughs> There's a you. You think God's up there going, okay, let's take a beaver. Okay. Okay, let's put on a duck's bill. Hey, I'm God. What are you going to do? Okay. Okay, he's a mammal. But he lays eggs. (laughs) That was probably hilarious the first time that it came out. I liked his HBO special, the old one. That last special he had was horrible. The tiger something. I don't think he's ever been funny doing that. That's just me personally. I know there's people that love him. But uh, I'll tell you a guy who came in number five who I think is hilarious is uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie, Bernie Mac, 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 Mac very funny. Yeah. Came in number five. Uh, uh, Spanish Bernie Mac so funny that he didn't have to say a real word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. And uh, then you laugh. Uh, Spanish, you said Dave Chappelle. He came in at number seven with three minutes and 17 seconds. Good thing about Dave Chappelle is he hits his uh, leg with the microphone <laughs> to let you know when to laugh. That's right. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco came in at number 20. You've got to be kidding me. Number 19, <laughs> Bill Burr. Number 18, the very funny Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Uh, number 17, Mitch Hedberg. Number 16, the only other female on the list is Tig Notaro. Uh, 15, Chris Rock. I like Tig Notaro like I like George Carlin. I don't, I'm not slapping my knee laughing, but they're, uh, they... Clever. Yeah. They're clever, and they can command an audience when they speak. Mm-hmm. So, but it's not slap your knee funny. Did Eddie Murphy make the list? Eddie Murphy, you ask, Joe, came yeah. in at number two. Okay. Uh, that makes yeah. sense. What about... Uh, with four minutes and 47 seconds of laughter. Chris what about Rock? Dice? Oh, Dice. Uh, Dice not on the list. Chris Rock? Chris Rock on the list. He came in at number 15. I would say now in this lifetime, if I had to list the funniest comedian, I, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. I was, maybe it's not this lifetime. In my, I would say Chris Rock, but the last Chris Rock special wasn't that great, and and the newer guys are great. So I guess it just changes as your time, as your taste changes, as, as the times change, you know. I've never seen Tiffany Haddish do anything but acting. I, I know that she blew up for some reason, and I know she became uh, a celebrity, but I don't know her as a as a comedian at all. I saw one bit on Instagram, and it was about her going number two in a shoe. <laughs> oh, okay. And, That's Joe List's uh, bit. Yeah, right? Uh. And I, it was... Ugh. No. Woof. Uh, yeah. uh, let's see. So, I, I mean, Ooh, that's a I lot of big, it's a lot of big names. Yeah, go ahead. Is Kevin Hart on there? Kevin Hart is on here. He comes in number eleven. Okay. Uh, Jim Gaffigan, Lewis Black, Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright's hilarious. Uh, Don Rickles. Uh, Stephen Wright is hilarious, but is Stephen Wright not doing a character? Like, it's interesting how comedians hate uh, comedians who do characters, but they all love Stephen Wright. Yeah, but so I mean, uh, you know, Mitch Hedberg was doing a character too. I don't know. That seems to be pretty accurate to what he was really does, like. Does like a carrot top show up there? Oh no, carrot top's <laughs> not in there. Not Gallagher by any chance? <laughs> uh, the great Bill Hicks is in there. Dave Chappelle was number seven. Jo- oh, I'm sorry, another female. Joan Rivers came in at number six. 
Bernie Mac, number five, you son of a bitch. Uh, number four is Jim Carrey. Number Jim Carrey? Th- yeah. Number three, Red Fox. Oh, oh, Red, Red Fox, Fox was number three. Uh, number two is Eddie Murphy, and number one was Platypus Ron Re- Williams. Hey, listen to me. You should take the time today. If you have never heard Red Fox, you stand up to Google that stuff. Get it on YouTube or Spotify or wherever you can find Red Fox stand up. Not Sanford and Son. Red Fox doing stand up. That is some funny you stuff. You ever hear the? Uh, you ever hear the story about him in Vegas? Uh, he so he's doing a show in Vegas, and it's a late show. And there was something going on, and he was upset He, if there weren't enough people there that he wasn't going to perform and do all this stuff, whatever. So uh, he would come out to the Sanford and Son theme. You know, this was while he was on Sanford right. and Son. He was a big star and everything, but he's very dirty and all that stuff. So they said he came walking out there. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Red Fox. And here comes Red Fox. Comes walking out. Goes walking up on stage. Looks. And there's like 15 people in the audience. Ugh. And he just walks up to the microphone and he goes, uh-uh. And they played him and played him <laughs> off. And he just won't walk him back out and they played the music again. And that was it. He was like, I don't have like 15 people. They said it was one of the funniest things in the world because, oh, you know, he's not playing for 15 people. And the music just going, I thought that was so funny. Uh, I wrote down real quick while you were playing that because yeah. in my head I was like, that's the greatest theme song of all time. And then I thought the greatest television theme songs. Uh huh. Sanford and Son, The Jeffersons. Mm. Oh, Good Times. I put Good Times on. Good Times. Um, Sanford and Son, Jeffersons, Good Times, and Fall Guy. Those are my favorites. Greatest American Great, Hero. I was just going to say Greatest American Hero. Yeah, yeah. I love that one too. Uh, I can't believe it. Uh, what right, about. Yeah, what about. Oh, Hell's Creek Blues. Oh. No. Oh, no, Cheers. 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 Oh, well, yeah. Taking you away in the world. Uh, no. I no? mean, like, it's good for the show, but I'm not I'm not excited if I hear it outside of the show. Same thing with Fresh <laughs> I think Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is one of the greatest theme songs. What about this? Saved by the Bell? Oh. oh. Bob Newhart Show. Yeah. I like it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Not for me. I mean. Rockford Files. You gotta like the Rockford Files one. John Sebastian should have called the Rembrandts Welcome and said, back. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. You write one song, yeah. you become a hit, and then nobody ever wants to hear anything from you Don't except for that. Yeah, I thought about this too. Plus, you mix in Whalen. Never mean no harm. Pretty good. Uh, also, I mean, it's an instrumental, but so is Sanford and Son uh, Night Rider. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh and Miami Vice, yeah. too. Oh, man. Uh, what about this? Oh. No. This sounds like it should be like. Oh, get funky with the bass. But every time you hear it, you're like. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. You get excited. I would have said the A team as well. That's a good one. <sighs> Too much talking. Yeah. Uh, I still like it. Odd San- couple. <laughs> Sanford and Son, all the all the songs that told a story about the thing I liked. Like Sanford and Son uh didn't but um Jefferson's did. Uh you know, Beverly Hillbillies did, all the things that set you up with the theme song. Uh, this one's an instrumental, but it's pretty good. 
yeah, office. But it's only good because it reminds you of the office. Yeah, but it's if you just heard it solo. But you know when you hear it. Right. But I'm not driving around the car listening to this. No. Well, what are you? <laughs> oh, San, I San Francisco all the time. Yeah. I do this. And it's a, I look at other cars. I'm driving around listening to this all the time. All herky jerky. Uh, we're definitely Joe. forgetting one that is a great, great, great theme song. I don't think anybody said this yet. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. Little Golden Girls. Travel down the road and back again. Yeah. Josie. <laughs> Can't not say it. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were all 20 years younger than Joe when they died. Yeah, that's true. Hot. <laughs> Joe is a conglomeration of so many people on television. When I watch Seinfeld and whenever Kramer comes mm-hmm. in and, and Kramer, you ask Kramer a question and he goes, uh, and I'm like, that's Joe. That's Joe all day. He's also you're, Fonzie. You're a little bit yeah. of Kramer. You're a little bit of Fonzie. You're a little bit of uh, every lost old character on television. You're a little bit of uh, Grady from Sanford and Son. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you, you don't know. You're, I don't you, mind. You, you, you do have a little bit of Grady in you. A little Grady. Kind of like uh, the the loyal friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, John Brennan's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> do it, Godwin. Dan, DJ crapped the bed again. <laughs> uh, actually, John Brennan is texting me. He said, A-Team's same time, Geo did. And then he said, uh, obviously, uh, what was the other one that he said? Oh, Frazier. Uh... Frazier sings it. Yeah. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. What is he talking about? (laughs) I like uh, Good Times. Good Times um, was very uplifting, and then it ended on a. (laughs) Uh, I have a feeling Spanish is going to go, yes, when I play this. It seems today that all you see is violent. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a big that. one. That's so a big that one. one. Uh, maybe one of the greatest instrumental ones ever in the world. <laughs> what is this? You'll know in a second. Betty <laughs> <laughs> Hill. Uh, Chicken dance. On that one. This Every- is that's a, that's one of the greatest themes ever. Uh, yeah. Mike will know this. I know this. What is it? Is this Perfect Strangers? Yes. Yeah. Balky Bartakamus. Wilson <laughs> Larry. I didn't know. I got to tell you, as far as themes go, and it makes it sound like cool, and it's a, it really fits the uh, program, was yeah. Dookie Hauser. This was... Because you're like, oh, he's smart. He's got yeah. a computer. He's a kid. You know what I mean? It just it, you, you hear all that in the theme song. You're like, oh, wait, now he's writing his blog? Oh. I, I don't know if uh, Brett Ernst said this on the air or off the air, but he was talking about one of his first jobs that he got was a show on MTV where he would he was like on a panel where they would just criticize like a reality show or something. Right. And he goes... My agent's telling me not to take it. I'm like, I need the money, and I, I, I want to do it, and it's a good show, and I got passed up on other stuff. He goes, next thing you know, it's me and Doogie Howser's husband. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what they were doing, but just the way he said it was so dismissive and hilarious at yeah. the same time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, 
when you hear that Sanford and Son, though, it just does something like, I don't even know oh, what yeah. instruments they're playing. It's just... I, I imagine they're just playing stuff from the junkyard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Somebody's got a right. tire pump. Another guy's got a uh, old rim that he's rubbing for some reason and is making a noise. I, don't know. I got in the car a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, and Best Stuff was on. I guess it was around Christmas time. And Ian Beckles is in the studio with us, and I was talking about... I, I said, I watched Sanford and Son this weekend. They had a marathon, and I saw one of the funniest episodes where Fred sold a record from a blind blues player, and then he found out it was worth money, so he had to go He had to go get it back. And Ian was listening. He was like, what, who was it? And I'm like, I don't remember. And then Ian jumps up. He goes, was it Blind Melon Jelly? And I was like, it was Blind Melon Jelly. And dude, uh, dude, we... It made me laugh so hard. That show is great, and then talking about it was even funnier. Uh, Fred Sanford, is, I mean, Red Fox is great, and Sanford and Son is one of the greatest shows ever. I, 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 I'm going to make it a point to watch a little of that today. Let me get me in a good mood. <clears throat> Big dummy. <laughs> Tom and Elizabeth. Uh, that is it for news. Poor Lamont doesn't get enough credit as the straight guy. Yep. Straight guy Setting him up. The credit. Yeah. Setting him up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for news. We ran long, but when we come back from break, a little bit of a surprise for you. A brand new open letter from Galvin. Woo, surprise. I don't know why it's a surprise. Everyone <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, it's a surprise we'll, in Spanish. Mostly. It's yeah. a surprise yeah, this you. week because last week it was Thursday. Oh, hey, you know oh. what? Let's, oh, oh. One goddamn time in 14 years. You know what I mean? 